It's the Y107 Missouri Credit Union Miracles for Kids Radiothon. Be a hero right now. Don't take your life for granted. Why don't you hold on for what you've been handed? Oh, man, there's such a powerful message in Charlie's story. And you heard Mom Kristen there talking uh, that song, Greg, Hold and Hold On. Uh, wow. Uh, I had not heard that one yet before, and that's that's, that's so powerful. Uh, and it, it made me think of, of 16-, 17-year-old Jayla Kemp, who took it in her own hands to, to reach out to the CEO, the guy who created this new technology for cystic right. fibrosis around the world, and as a teenager, reach out for her to, her, to him to give her opinion on, hey, I'm a kid with CF, and this is what... You know, can we do this or can we try this with this vest or something? And he's taking that to, to heart and working on that. So right. it's it's amazing. There's also your your giving, you becoming a miracle maker or a super miracle maker provides things like a new drug called trike. Trikafka, I think is how you pronounce that. You're it's, looking at me like I know a, how it's pronounced. <laughs> Come on, where's now. the doctor? <laughs> it's it's a a game changer for kids like Jayla because it was developed at uh, Children's in Colorado, and that's the kind of things that your miracle maker or you becoming a miracle maker or a uh, super miracle maker can help do here in our own backyard in our own community it can give the the kids with cf or anything you know any other uh, like cancer or anything drugs that they would not be uh able to have access to otherwise uh all right so there's 19 people and one microphone so who wants to take it for <laughs> no, you guys all right we're gonna rock paper scissor for it guys is that how it's gonna work <laughs> oh my goodness well lance and kim the griffins are here welcome back uh again to uh radiothon appreciate y'all thanks for having us back absolutely um at, yeah like foot taller and i mean you know all this stuff yes. right they're yes. not they're not slowing down are they no and not. and they are 12 13 12? 12 they'll be 13 next month next so. month nice okay. happy birthday early you guys yeah. all ready to be teenagers or what I can't keep. Where, there's more. Everybody's hunting. Okay. <laughs> um, so take us again. You guys, uh, quite the unique story. Obviously, not not the normal uh, situation. Take us a little bit back to your pregnancy and, and how did you find out that you were going to end up with multiples and and, and and your journey now through Children's Hospital. Um, so we actually, I got pretty ill um, in October of 2009. And um, weren't really sure what was going on. The doctor came in and told us at that point that the last lady that had had the symptoms that I did and the sickness that I did actually was pregnant with twins. And so that was our initial thought was we were probably going to end up having twins and my body had just overreacted to, you know, the extra hormone, you know, associated. Um, So I was very ill for a week in the hospital. Um, so Lance and I kind of came to terms with having twins. You know, that's still a lot, you know, first time parents, two babies, like, okay. I didn't have twins, but I'm with you, man. That's the face. I'd be like, two now, two, or we want two total. (laughs) And that was our thought. We thought, okay, well, 
it's okay. We'll just have two. We'll be done. You know, that'll be yeah. life. Yeah. Um, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. We're good. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, girl, we Efficiency, it. right? Um, so we ended up back at the doctor a couple weeks once I was out of the hospital. And we actually were pregnant with quintuplets. Woo! So, um, that was a little overwhelming, um, <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Could you um, even speak when they said that? Like, what was no. your reaction? <laughs> right. I think I just immediately broke down in tears. I mean, yeah. it's what scary. Do you say? I mean, there's Lance, so many what are you? You're that... trying to count to five. You're like, wait, five? <laughs> <laughs> Hold it all together, you know. Uh, That's take it all in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're. you're you're blessed, obviously. You're thinking, okay, okay, but trying to even, yeah, how did that work? Right. Oh, well, man. and you know, you immediately start getting the having the discussions with different doctors of the risk for yeah. the babies, the risk for my own self, yeah. and you know the things associated with it. Um, we knew that I obviously was not going to carry them to term. Um, our initial goal was to carry them to about 28 weeks, mm-hmm. and we thought the doctor, you know, the, the prognosis at that point was pretty good. Um, so we kind of went along. I got put on bed rest um, at 16 weeks, I guess. Mm-hmm. It might have been a little sooner. It might have been 12 weeks, actually. I think I was put on bed rest at 12 weeks at home. Um, at 20 weeks, I started having some contractions didn't realize that that's what it was i felt like i had the flu so i went into the doctor and he said no you're having contractions so on march 1st they put me in the hospital um on bed rest Mm. at 22 and gave me medications which slowed the um contractions at 22 weeks we went into the hospital or i was already in the hospital um i started having contractions again they did a magnesium treatment which any woman that has ever had a magnesium treatment it's awful Um, and so that we did that that slowed the pregnancy slowed the contractions down Um, so then at 25 weeks and four days I went into labor again and it was it progressed too quickly and so the doctors came in my doctor that had taken care of me the entire pregnancy well for the majority of the pregnancy was not in town. No, don't even tell. Oh my gosh. But we had a fourth year resident who had followed me throughout with Dr. Floyd, and she was there. And so that was at least comforting in that regard. Um, so um, I went into, I started having contractions about nine o'clock, and about three o'clock in the morning, we had five beautiful babies. Wow. <laughs> And they're all standing here, and they're all just, like, hanging out, like, yeah. hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What a good-looking bunch. Now, now Brady was, uh, you lost Brady, was, what, like, Correct. 30, almost a day or almost a day and a half? Or is uh, somewhere yeah, in that he, neighborhood? he okay. lived about, about a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew Brady was, he had a half-functioning placenta. Mm-hmm. Um, his growth wasn't kind of keeping up with the other babies at that point. Um, so we knew it was just kind of a wait and see. We didn't know. Um, they weren't really even sure that they would be able to intubate him or do anything once he was born because of his size, um, which they were. They were able to get lines in. They were able to intubate him. So we were able to spend, you know, that initial day and a half with him. So. Yeah. 
uh, and, and certainly a miracle in that time. And then the you know the the rest are running around on scooters and playing baseball, and we're ducking for BB guns and making sure they didn't bring one to the radiothon. And right. <laughs> Big sis is singing her heart out. I'm everybody's still looking. Where's she at? We want to sign her album. Isn't she? When's she gonna be on Idol? Or what's always singing. <laughs> Which is awesome. Tell tell us a little bit. Lance, why uh, Radiothon in this hospital is so vital? I mean, you guys are local. You're in, in Boonville, right? Correct? Am I correct? You You're remember correct. that? You're correct. The fact that you guys didn't have to go to Kansas City or St. Louis to have something like this within 20, 30 minutes of you guys was was a game changer. Oh, man, it, it, so it was. Uh, I mean, as anybody, you know, I still had to continue on uh, the work side of things and keep that part of life going. And, uh, you know, it made it where I could come up of an evening and spend time with Kim uh, of an evening and be here. And some evenings I would end up staying the whole night and then heading back the next day to work. Uh, you know, it, it was just a nice feeling having them that close. And then, like she said, you know, once uh, she did have them, she would called me and uh it was happening so quick but with only being a half an hour away i was able to get here now i nearly just got here i mean (laughs) they they suited me up and pushed me on back you know with her but yeah it's just it was a good feeling for us you might have had to do some some talking with the highway patrol if they would have they would have seen the truck going by i'm sure yeah (laughs) Yeah, you just keep coming keep coming after the babies are here i'll talk to you was that a comment on (laughs) i-70 no it was just it was just it was just lance in the truck getting to the hospital as quick as possible um but if if you guys could could talk to another family that's listening right now and maybe they've got you know one kid or maybe it's somebody that's you know, that's never needed the hospital before, or never thinks they'll need the hospital. Uh, my pregnancy is going great. I'm fine. I, I, why is it so important to, to become a miracle maker and, and, and give to this, this hospital? Well, I mean, you, you never know when it may be you, you know. I mean, like with Kim and I, we never did realize that we were going to be quite to that point, you know, and uh, we were. So, I mean, it, it's just something good to give to because, I mean, whether it's you or a family member or something, uh, it, like you said, it, it's nice having it right here in Columbia versus having to go to Kansas City or St. Louis, you know, uh, because, I mean, it may be a situation where you can't be there the whole time with right. them, you know. Uh, yeah. So I would yeah. recommend, you know, everybody, if you can do it, uh, to give to it. Yeah. Well, we're looking at four and five miracles right here between yeah. all of you and, and uh, the fact that you've been able to survive all of them. You guys are miracles, too. Like you yeah. got, <laughs> And you still have all your hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's the thing, though. You have to really put it in a perspective of we came so far and what we could have been dealing with yeah. yes. to have children who can do normal activities and be, you know, and drive us crazy yes. in that regard. You have to be thankful for that. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it kind of brings a whole new perspective to honoriness and yes. pulling your hair out. And It goes to that, that analogy that I was talking about of that, that chaos that a, that a family has. There's two or three kids or whatever, and the morning chaos is one kid's fighting over not having homework. The cat just puked somewhere. A dog just right. did something up in somewhere yeah. you burnt the eggs everybody's screaming and now all of a sudden one of those kids is sick and you would give anything to have the chaos have the from chaos. yesterday absolutely back today mm-hmm. absolutely. um and you guys have your own 
kind of chaos, and we yeah. love it. We love every second of it. Well, thank you guys for, for coming by once again and sharing your story. Thank and we you. want to make those phones ring right now at 866-970-GIVE. Uh, become a super miracle maker as well. We're talking just uh, $31 a month. And, again, if you work for the university, uh, you can set up an auto deduction to come right off your paycheck and goes right to the kids at Children's Hospital. So call and give right now, 866-970-GIVE.